Your body is a story. In fact, your body is many stories. Your body is the stories of all of your experiences that you are aware of and that you remember and a few that you don't remember. But your body does not want to be all these stories. Your body wants to be its pure, primal, original self, what it was designed to be, its optimal, amazing, freeing, evolving, transforming being. We think of our body in our modern times like a machine or a factory. Put in this, get out that. Move it this way, make that happen. It is a transactional relationship we have created with our bodies. It is an artificial, mechanical, incorrect relationship we have with our bodies. And our bodies cry for that loss. But our body will always stand for you. Your body will always stand up for you. It will always hold the line for you when you will not. It will always give you the lessons of what is yours and what is not. It will do it in the only languages it knows. If you have forgotten these languages and are unable to translate, that is not the body's fault. It is useful to be aware that your body is not the singular thing that you think it is. We think of our body as this one monolithic physical item made up of a few smaller parts. This is not true. Your body is not one being. Your body is a village. Your body is a city. Your body is an entire planet. Your body is a diffused, decentralized, wild community of billions of organisms that all live together, that are all trying to seek harmony with each other that all coalesce together to create what you think of as one individual body. You may look in the sky and you see the shape of a bird far away and you think, ah, there is one bird. And the wind shifts and you become aware, no, 
There are hundreds, maybe thousands, of starlings. That shape was a murmuration of starlings. It was many coming together to present as one. Your body is a murmuration. It is a murmuration of beings that long to fly freely and openly together in harmony. Your body is like a school of fish that flow together, that desire to stream along effortlessly through the ocean together, beautiful colors glistening and glimmering. In human science, we have awareness now about how factual everything I have just said is. These are not poetic fancies. These are not mythological musings. These are not mystical received informations. Of course, they are all those things as well. <laughs> they are also understood now in human science. In fact, in recent human science, the discovery was made that the determination, the authority within the physical form that determines what will the physical form of this living being take, that this authority is entirely decentralized, is entirely diffused through a bioelectrical cellular network. We think of the body as one thing governed by one central mechanism, one centralized authority. It is not any of those things. It is vast. It is legion. It is multiplicity. It is a murmuration. You came here to become something entirely new. You came here at the time of the beginning of the entirely new thing that is coming into form now, rippling through the human bodies across the planet, rippling through the cells in your own body, opening and expanding and removing of the old that isn't useful, the old that isn't needed, the old that cannot be carried forward into the new thing. It is okay if you don't understand the nature of the new thing yet. You already feel it pulsing in your veins, pounding in your blood, racing in your heart and your pulse points, urging you on from the depths of your being, inside pushing out, saying, let me out, let me be free, let me become 
like the dragonfly nymph. You break through the waterline. You come up out of the water that has always been your home, up into the air that surely will kill you. And you find instead that your body is ready to gulp down that air, to bring in the beautiful energies and light, the new available resources for your body fill you up and impel you to crack open this shell that has been around you. It hurts when it breaks open. It hurts. It hurts. We don't want it to hurt. But there is no going back. Let it hurt. What's a little pain? It's nothing. Keep moving. Keep moving towards that which is inside you saying, yes, come, yes, now. Yes, here. Yes, yes. It is in you calling you. Shrug off that old carapace, that old shell. You don't need it up here, out here in the air. Shrug it off. Shake it off. Break it off. Scrape it off if you must. But get it off. Because underneath it are your wings. Hmm? Your wings freed, opened, still wet and new, glistening in the sunlight as you shake them and dry them, as you begin to open them and feel what they feel like against the air, moving them around, feeling how your body feels with them available to you again and at last and anew. And then you will soar and you will fly Your body is made up of the stories that it has experienced and more importantly, it is made up of the stories that you tell it, that you hold on to, that you clutch onto without even realizing that you are clinging to them as if they are the life rafts and you are a drowning man. It is the stories that are the rocks tied around your ankles dragging you down. Let them go. Stop paying attention to them. Your body is organizing itself with that entirely decentralized authority to do so but it is doing so based on these stories. It is fighting these stories. It wants to come back to primal, optimal, pure form, but it cannot because it cannot fully override your insistence, your grippiness on your stories. Your stories of that old sickness, of that old injury, of that old pain someone else caused you. 
your body then organizes itself around these living memories that you are keeping alive. You must give it new stories. We think of personality and the mind as also being made up of stories, and it is, but it is no different, it is not separate. When we speak of that, from when we understand that our body is our stories as well, because the way in which those stories of the mind, of the personality work, they work through the body. They work in the neural pathways in the brain. Those neural pathways, they're like these well-woven tracks out in the woods. And we're only walking the same trail day in and day out of the same stories. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I have this disease. Oh, I had this injury. Oh, this thing hurt me. Oh, I'm this age instead of that age. Oh, I'm aging. Oh, I'm getting older. Oh, this person didn't love me. Oh, I didn't love me. Oh, this person hurt me. Oh, that person laid hands on me. Stop walking on the same trails. Break free in your mind, in your brain, in your neural pathways, and in the forest, in the wilderness that calls you. Take a new path. Decide which path will be your most beloved favorite path for your new awakening, your new journey, your new opening of your wings. And then walk that path every day. And you may say, it is no path. I don't even know which way I went. It's okay. Just go in that same general direction. Over there is the sun. Over there was the rainbow I saw that day. Over there was the sprite. Over there was the tree that spoke to me. Over there is the giant community of moss that makes me giddy. Walk that way. Every day, every moment until that is the new trail, that is the new pathway, that is the new neural network in your brain, and that is the liberation of your cellular consciousness that says, free, go, be, be the beautiful thing, teach me how to be the beautiful thing, allow me to be the student and the child and learn at the knee of the master that is the true body, that is the true cellular consciousness, seeking to teach me everything I came here to be, everything I came here to learn, everything entirely new.